Welcome everybody to episode 70 of High Tech on the Low. Tim, how are you this morning? I'm okay, thank you for having me here. Awesome. Very excited. Awesome, awesome. We're very excited to have you as well. We're sitting here with Tim Miranov from Lend AI, Chief Data Scientist at Lend AI, which we're going to get into in a little bit. And as always, we are sponsored by Front Team with 12 different communities, 6 verticals, and 3,000 members all looking to connect. And today we're going to put some dots between the world of real estate and tech and how that all comes together into this nice platform called Lend AI. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Tim, let me understand, who are you? How did you get into Lend AI and what is Lend AI doing? Right, so thank you for introduction. Um, my name is Tim, as I told, and I'm a chief data scientist, one of the four co-founders of Lendai. And Lendai is a fintech lender. We basically are leveraging and financing capabilities of foreign investors that would like to invest in real estate, residential in USA, basically connecting uh, foreign investors from Israel, Canada, Britain, and other European countries and like regular guys like me and you that want to diversify their portfolio buy a couple of uh, you know single families in somewhere not in colorado okay because the high prices yeah right exactly but some other nice places in usa and nice. uh, rent them have some cash flow sure and we are helping them to leverage the, their buying potential giving them uh, loans for up to 70 percent ltv so i don't need li liquid cash i can get a loan oh you have to have 30% of that, yeah. okay. but the 70 other we can provide you. Wow, of course, cool. uh, depending on the underwriting and making sure that the whole kind of business business uh, is working for you. And, and the, everything's the property. kosher on my side, exactly, right? that exactly. I'm a good person that you want to give a loan to. Sure. Exactly. This is the data science in this whole kind of company. And this is what I'm building here in the Lendai, okay. creating those algorithms and the underwriting models to help you uh, kind of get a uh, grasp of what is the risk associated with a particular property and the particular customer. Sure. And we are uh, working in this kind of niche that we discovered and we saw a huge demand uh, with the foreign investors that weren't able to leverage their financial capabilities. Their only availability, like only option was to buy all cash in really? USA, yeah. So in so, the US up until recently, basically? Up until recently, yeah. So most of Israeli investors, Canadians, Brits, they were coming with like cash basically and buying 100% cash properties there. Really? So that's how you had to buy properties in the States up until exactly, now? Exactly. I mean, exactly. from the States, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a US citizen, you don't have a problem, right? Sure. You have really good uh, terms, maybe now a bit less, but okay. as general, like rule of thumb, as a US citizen with a nice US credit score, you can get a very good uh, loan there. Yeah. Um, Mortgages, everything. Yeah. yeah but sure. if you are a foreign investor, basically USA banks won't look at you. Wow. Right? You don't have a credit score. You don't have a credit history. You are non-existent for them. Even if you are a nice guy yeah. coming from uh, whatever. And even if you have a good credit score in your home in country. In your home country. Exactly. Okay. That, that's transparent. That's the thing that we kind of saw. Uh, and the funny story that like we like to say, the story begins when one of my co-founders, Boaz, he was like, working in the real estate a bit and he has this friend he's a professor of economics he's like okay. really well sitting guy you know sure uh, working in states working in israel and right he wanted to diversify his portfolio he came and he wanted to add some real estate yes to okay. add some real real estate and he said what well, let's let's get alone right it's an it's a smart thing to leverage your uh, leverage your financing right uh, so he came to American banks and they say, okay, we, we don't know you. We can like bring half a million dollars yeah. or you're not buying the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. We don't wow. know you. You may be a nice guy. You yeah. maybe have a nice job. Sure. You're a professor at 
one of the leading universities in Israel, but for us, you don't have a credit score. So sorry. He came here back to Israel and he went to his bank. And he was just like, we need to change the system entirely. And that's the same, right? They say, oh, we know you. You're a nice guy. We see mm. your salary and everything. Right. But we don't know what is this property you're trying to buy right. in Savannah, Atlanta, Georgia. Well, like we never heard about that, right? right? How we are going to underwrite the risk of that? What's what's it there? A volcano or a tornado right. or so? It's like the Israelis don't know the risk of exactly. of what's going on in America, and the Americans don't know the risk of what's dealing yeah. business with you. Exactly, and wow. you would say, okay. okay, Israelis is like a. It's, it's kind of makes sense. It's so far, United States, like the makes other sense. side of Atlantic Ocean. Sure. But then you come to Canadians and that's the same. Canadian banks, basically across the border, you know, there is like... Like I could literally couple. be sitting in yeah, like a exactly. border town in Canada <laughs> exactly. looking at a property in New York or something and, like that. And, and you I don't can't know. buy it. Exactly. Wow. And you cannot underwrite it and you cannot leverage this. Uh, so wait, cap- so how do you come in here though? Because to me that sounds, you know, just from my end of things, I say like, okay, so... We got to connect, you know, the Israeli banks or the British banks or the Canadian banks to, um, you know, American, you know, uh, uh, properties, basically. Okay. And at the same time, you got to connect the American properties back to these banks. Right. And kind of make sure that everyone's kind of valuable. Right. But you come in as a chief data scientist. where, Where does the data science come in? Exactly. So what we saw and we we saw that there is a lot of data in real estate, specifically in USA markets. So we wanted to leverage uh, data about the property. You have so many um, data points collected in a public domain, in a private domain on 110 million of properties in the United States. Who's selling, what's selling, exactly when and how it happened. Uh, So we really wanted to leverage this data. Sure. Another thing, and it's open source data, like you can find it anywhere. Most of that, most of that is open source. You have to collect, validate and kind of make sure that it is clean and can serve the purpose. And that's where I come with my knowledge and uh, previous, uh, you know, ventures that I were uh, in. And uh, yeah, so we kind of identify this niche and this uh, demand, this huge demand. Sure. one and that's what our know-how as Lenda to try to, to 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 be able to kind of say on the one side we know how to underwrite the client in his origin country, okay. be it France, United uh, sorry United Kingdom or Israel right. in his own language. Uh, you know we give him a, a service in in customer service in his own language. Okay. He doesn't need to translate anything. Right. He doesn't need to fly to United States to open a it's bank there, account. It's open to yeah, him. Yeah, he's sitting on his couch right. in Tel Aviv. London, Paris, and he's buying the property. Today, you can buy a property from your couch. So it's like a Zillow, if you can, but international Zillow. Exactly. But we, we but with actual financing. Well, we, we are providing the financing, right? Right. Okay. So we are not picking a property for you. Usually what the client does, he's already coming with a ready property okay. that he wants to buy. Right. And we're just uh, giving him a loan on that property. But okay. that was something that wasn't accessible before. Right. Now, and today, to what we build at Landa, you can do that without ever leaving your apartment, basically. Okay? okay. Everything is digital. You sign all the documents digitally, upload everything, all the meetings in Zoom sure. until the transfer of the money and the closing of the deal is all done uh, digitally through Landa's portal. Okay. So how are ca- customers finding you, though? Because are you guys like connecting with exactly. banks or are you connecting with Zillow? Yeah, that's, or? that's really, okay. really, really good question. Yeah. So our basic marketing strategy is B2B2C. So okay. we are our like end client is a regular guy that wants to, to get a loan and buy a property. But sure. how we find him is through the partner that actually uh, markets the properties to him. 
So it's like so, Remax, basically. Exactly. Okay. That that can be like a broker, uh, broker company. That can be a huge developer that builds like neighborhoods sure, and then sells. Huge, the, yeah, like exactly. Subs, yeah, and so, that okay. can be a small partner that kind of like work with his friends in the United States. Sure. You know, started to invest himself and then like, okay, I have this. I have one tap in this yeah, exactly okay. in this market, so I can bring my friends. Right. So we connect to this partners, and this partner cool. can connect us from five clients to 500 clients. Yeah. We have huge partners that yeah. we work with, huge networks, and that's our go-to model, go uh, to the market. Okay, and you guys are like mainly working right now with Canada, England, France, and Israel, or are you working with anyone? Uh, we mainly work, uh, we started in Israel as a beta site, sure, and of kind of we are from here, yeah. we knew some guys here already. Uh, we quickly discovered that Israel is one of the biggest, actually, uh, uh, investors, like the Israeli, in, Israeli property, in, in USA properties? property. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, it's That's not surprising. proportional to the size of Israel. And yeah. It is surprising, but then when you think about the real estate prices here and the kind of high entry level right. here and the return on yeah. investment right, on right, the right. real estate here in you Israel, it kind of makes sense. You could get a family house in America definitely for a, a better price than you could here. I of definitely course. Think. Yeah, for sure. You oh. could build a portfolio for a price of one apartment. <laughs> 100%. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> now, if you, let's say, you know, tomorrow were to try to like bring this to another country, let's say, you know, I'm going to make up uh, Spain, let's say, or Italy, right? right? Or even try to connect, you know, let's say a British investor to Italian properties or something like that. Would it just complicate the whole system or? Um, well, we are not looking to expand into this okay. kind of part of business yet. Like it's just US right, right now. I have okay. different ideas about that, but we are now working just US. And but we are looking at foreign clients from different countries. Sure. Kind of uh, deciding on where to go and based on how well we can underwrite the client, right? right? Or what is the banking system, the credit reports that sure. we can collect, uh, the language, but each new country, every new country is a bit challenge. Yeah. But that's also- Financial regulations, real estate exactly. regulations. Exactly, okay. regulations, the new language, the new documents, right. the banking system is different, right? But you guys are kind of trying to come on top of that entire, you know, institute, right? You're trying to say like, okay, we want to be, you know, above the banking systems in a sense, or maybe partnered with them in a certain exactly, sense. Exactly, exactly. Is it partnering or is it above uh, them? We, well, we are we are not partnering with the banks uh, on that level. Okay. And but we are trying to connect to different uh, banking systems in the world to pull the data uh, on the clients and be able to underwrite them uh, very um, very fast and efficient. And right? like precisely. I guess. Yeah, exactly. So we okay. have to do that. So probably um, the banks actually look at you kind of like a friend in that sense. No, they look at you <laughs> as like because they they're kind of seeing like you guys are validating their yeah. potential loanees, well, right? Well, yeah, initial idea, as you would think about Lenda, you would say, oh, it makes sense to be uh, a SaaS, like a subscription, sell your right. uh, product to the banks, let, let them, them finance the client, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, what we wanted to build is like an uh, independent system. So we basically, uh, we are the underwriter, we are the originator of the loan, and we are the financer. Okay. So we are bringing this loan from our own uh, capital. All right, so we we are the fintech lender basically. So we are not selling the solution to anybody. We are underwriting and uh, financing the clients. Do you think you guys are going to go that route for the long term, or do you think you'll ever move into SaaS? Uh, I believe we will go with that, and I really hope we will grow and our credit lines will grow okay. eventually more and more. We are already uh, partnered with one of the biggest credit providers here in Israel and okay. in the world. Uh, so I'm pretty pretty optimistic about that, yeah. And That's it kind awesome. of makes sense, and it's a big uh, kind of um, stamp 
on the ability, uh, on the technological ability of Lenday to underwrite the clients because we are taking the risk upon us, right? right. I, I always say it's like, it's nice that you develop some product and then you sell to somebody else to deal with that. Right. Like you guys take the risk. I just developed you the right. models, you take the risk. Right. But you come back to me and tell me if it's not working. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. It, right? okay. And maybe I'll fine tune that. Right, right, right exactly. Lenday from day one, all right, we developed the, the algorithms and the underwriting systems. We underwrote our clients and we have given the capital from our own pockets based on these decisions. Wow. So I think that's... Are you guys patented too? Uh, if do we pat? Did you have, do you have a patent? Oh no, no, not still. Not still yet. Not. Okay. <laughs> not yet. Okay. Well, yeah. well, we're crossing fingers for that, yeah. right? You know. Um. So so yeah, I think it's a big uh, kind of uh, stamp on on our ability sure. technologically to do that. Uh, to me, it just sounds like you're actually like kind of in a sense. It's not you know. It's funny because there's a mix of competition that you're having with the banks, but it's also kind of like you're a partner with them in a weird way, and it's kind of this interesting like seesaw almost, <laughs> right? Because the way I see it is like on one side, you're helping the banks kind of validate their loans and have and have almost a safer loan process that they're that they feel more confident in the loans they're giving and at the other side you're kind of like uh competing with them a little bit because you're saying like well i'm gonna finance you like i'm actually gonna give you the ability to do this type of financing abroad right and it's yeah, a big well, risk that would that um let let, let me kind of uh com complete this uh yeah, this, this picture because we are competition to the banks at some point right okay. and since we are not selling our solution to them so that's that's not a partnership though so, if we would sell our SaaS product to them to use that to underwrite their clients that would be another thing but no that's clients at that point exactly right. so so we say we finance the clients right. we ourselves take the risk and um, do this stuff did this come about also from like this whole move of decentralization and like you know blockchain and crypto obviously you know i'm not saying that this is like you, you know you guys are dealing with you know in a sense real physical assets and exactly. real physical financing in a sense but is that where this kind of came from? Because it seems very decentralized. Uh, yeah, w what we saw is the more digital this thing becomes, the processes in real estate, sure. and we wanted to be kind of uh, a new power in this field sure. and st be, be the first ones to do that. You know, take a mortgage from your couch when you sit in Tel Aviv to buy a property in uh, Miami, right. right? And never leaving your computer and right. to, to, to close this whole deal uh in in a couple of weeks right this is like something that never existed even for american clients yeah. it takes a couple of months to 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 even 100%. close the mortgage yeah, yeah. right and here in israel if you're familiar as well you go to bank you fill the 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 forms right. and you get, go again so this is a very tedious and like kind of an old school pro pro right. uh, product and the process and i think that the next level will be bringing this um new feel of digitalization right. to these processes. Well, it's kind of like the next evolution of real estate, right? right. It's like moving away from the, the pen and paper model to like right. the actual digitalized, uh, you know, uh, decentralized even kind of way of like allowing other people to kind of manage the financing process and the actual connections. Yeah. Now, when you, uh, let's say, give, you know, uh, a loan to someone, you finance them, they now have the property in Miami, what happens if they default, you know, at the end of the day, your algorithm is probably very good, but there's probably <laughs> outliers, I imagine, no? Right, right. So first of all, in order for us to minimize the risk, as I told you, we developed like triple digit digital underwriting platform. That's okay. what we call it. Uh, and it's a trademark, <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. So uh, we have uh, on one side, as I told, the, the underwriting of the client, sure. right? We check his financial capabilities, what is kind of debt to income ratio, right. who is he in the, his origin country. Sure. 
on the other side of the ocean, I like to say, right? right. We underwrite the property. We see okay. what is the neighborhood. Mm. How much does this property really cost? Like it's called AVMs we, that we have developed ourselves, okay. the uh, algorithmic valuation models, okay. right? We say, you're buying this house in Miami for $1 million. Is it really, does right. it really cost 1 million? Let right. us check it for you okay. as well, right? This is another service that, yeah, exactly. Like that. Okay. This is another service that we do for the client as well, mm -hmm. because we are kind of in the same boat with him, right? 100%. If he goes default and his old business like a model. Well, it, comes, it looks bad on you. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. So, so that's what we tell always the clients, like we give the money to the client and we also make sure that the money we give you works. So it's like a really end-to-end -end solution in that sense. Right. You right. know, you're basically connecting the house and the 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 low knee. Exactly. Right? Okay. Exactly. So that's to minimize the risks. Okay. If things go south, right, and let's say he and I'm is sure default. it does, right? No, it has to. Well, to tell you the truth, we have zero default rate right now. Get out of here. No way. Portfolio. We we are three years working. Three years zero default. Yeah. We, we that's incredible. We have. I I believe that it will happen eventually. Stuff happens, right? Uh, Murphy's but, law, right? <laughs> yeah. But but for now, I will say we are we are pretty good on that. Wow. Yeah, but uh, of course there is a collateral of the property, right? Okay. We are mortgagee of this house, right. and if something happens, we never want to go you don't want to, to arrive at this yeah, yeah, point, sure. but we have the house. Yeah. We can foreclose it, we can proceed the revenues. Uh, you can do what you need to do exactly. in kind of the what we can call the outdated model or the traditional model to kind of actually make sure that you know this person is not getting their house and that the bank or the wherever yeah. you're getting the mortgage from is is dealing with everything so it's kind of like a, a, a traditional and, and we are dealing with that because in okay. this instance we actually are taking the part of bank because that's our money that came okay. from our own pocket right okay. we are lender is ah, so more back to you guys yeah lender okay. is mortgagee on this property so wow. this is a collateral that goes back to us we never want to get into into this point because we're a fintech company we are financing and, sure. and we are good at financing and underwriting we never want to deal with the with the house and like you know foreclose it or sure. maybe uh, but that if if that happens, we have this um, collateral, of course. Okay. Now, when you look at the world of let's say real estate right now, okay, and like the general mortgage world, we can even say, what do you kind of see as like these trends? Obviously, beyond the digitization of everything, which is clear and definitely happening, thing, and yeah. yeah, and like you know, we've also on the show, I've hosted uh, I think one or two other people basically in the real estate space, and you know, again, everything is going digital. The more you know, whether it's algorithms or AI or wherever it blockchain. is, right, blockchain, whatever it is to kind of, you know, NFTs, whatever it is, you know, the world is going digital on real estate. But what are you seeing from your side? Because you're in a very specific part of it. You know, you're kind of looking at how do I connect this international direct investment into properties? So what are you kind of seeing as these trends in, in real estate right now? Um, yeah, you, you picked the right one. I think that the digitalization digitization of yeah. this whole process is a huge one uh, we saw that really boost up in corona in covid okay. uh, times we started pre-covid when did you and, start uh 2018 2018 oh sorry Almost 19 no, 19. Okay, 19 sorry sorry okay. <laughs> just before the covid go. yeah okay just before the covid and that's when you were like live you were already yeah. live 2019 19 we started thinking about the okay, idea, okay. Right? let's say like that we started and we had the prototype started kind of uh, building this powerpoint sure. for the for the investors uh, okay. for the investors and i started building the algorithms to see how how much can i leverage the data what i can do with that sure uh, 2020 we actually decided and this is one of the big advices i always give to like new entrepreneurs sure. i say you have to go and see like go in the field i say that right do the legwork so were you actually going to the so states? So we decided, like, let's let's get some money from our pocket, like finance this trip. Four of us 
and the co-founders, we decided to, to buy tickets, go to Atlanta. When the time we were talking with some investors and potential clients from Atlanta, Georgia, okay. say, okay, we fly there for a week, eight, nine days, something like that. Okay. We pack this whole trip with meetings and we say, we have to do like, to see if that's really what we think is right. like, you know, sometimes you, um, right. The, you have an idea sometimes, but you yeah, can actually you, test exactly. it. Right. You build these assumptions and the hypothesis and you say you work on the solution two years and then just, Oh, okay. Nobody wants that. Right. Or it's not, some of the assumption was wrong. Right. Right. right so right. we went to, to kind of validate the idea and, and that's, and did the, you validate it or crazy? Like a hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. We, we had everyday meetings with lawyers, like, title companies. And yeah. Well, already we, we need this. This is like a huge solution. We need that. There's a huge demand. Came back with a list of clients, list of partners, like people were meeting us, huge developers were taking us to the building site. And that's other thing that we wanted to kind of look of this on this whole solution. And the problem from different angles, right? From the law perspective, we went to see lawyers and title companies. We went to the developers to see how they actually build the neighborhoods from ground up right. and then like you market. You want to understand the whole industry. Exactly. Okay. Went to the smallest Very partner smart. we found and spent a whole day with him, taking us to the different properties, showing us how he sells it to the investors, okay. to the foreign investors, nice. how he re rehabs and builds the properties. Covered all the stuff and we went back really optimistic like say okay you know the funny part i was in the united states one time before okay. for four days where were you <laughs> miami <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> nice. united states right, right? okay yeah, yeah united states yeah. yeah i got you and none of us the four co-founders never invested in united states properties right right so we kind of the israeli chutzpah right right for, like, so for, like, who, what do you come off we are gonna me? build yeah. like the revolutionary system to to build this uh, new fintech lender sure, united sure, states sure. but oh we never went uh, to, to see what's going on. So uh, did we you did this trip in the end or not. No, we just went to validate the idea. Yeah, we had uh, only a week for, to do that. So we came very optimistic with a lot of like uh, leads and stuff and COVID happened. OK, OK, so everything went like. So how much have you been working? What, for like eight months at this point or something like that? Six months? Yeah, about half a year or okay. something like that. Okay. We went in February that just COVID started. I remember they, the guys just stopped me at uh, Istanbul airport because I was looking. I, I look Asian a bit. Yeah. So they thought I'm Chinese. OK. And that's time that was the COVID came from China. So they were like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, rem I remember that that's the timestamp on our oh, trip. Wow. So yeah, and we're like, OK, what, what's going to happen with all the COVID? And, you know, the market froze, like the investments. Sure. We were in the middle of investment round as well. And you, did, you, did you, you guys you, get it or did it fall through? We, yeah, some, some deals fell through, okay. yeah. We, but you guys were able to manage kind of coming Yeah, yeah, that? we bootstrapped. We kind of took our grid and <laughs> yeah. uh, worked a bootstrap for, sure. for, for a year almost. Uh, and you said that actually Corona, like, accelerated it for you. Yeah, and, and what we saw, actually, sorry. To my point, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think the COVID actually accelerated. It did only good for our business okay. because people realized, oh, you don't have to get physically to an appointment to just sign uh, a paper, you know, to fill out some blanks. So more and more people started to do sure. digital some things mm -hmm. and also digital mortgages, mm -hmm. also digital applying for loans okay. and stuff like that. So this whole market kind of grew and, and the investors that were looking at us and saying, oh, you're crazy. Nobody right. will do that. Right. And I say, oh, now it makes sense. You know, guys, <laughs> now I get you. Yeah. Now, now, now you now, were on. Yeah. Maybe you were. Yeah. But yeah. you know, it's funny what you mentioned there, because that's like the, the this whole essence of timing right? right in business, which is so hard, so hard to like actually be able to like really nail because at the end of the day, you know, Maybe you had even started this two years before. Maybe you would have failed. 
because yeah. just like you know two years before no one was ready everyone was still very traditional they didn't have covid right. the digital yeah. was still you know getting its stuff together a little bit but hey you hit it at the right time and what seems like a terrible opportunity becomes a great opportunity right. now what also you know you mentioned that you went to, to to georgia and you had a lot of success everyone was very interested they loved the idea did you have any pushback did you have people who were like no nah, i don't get it yeah there were some people that were saying yeah, the, the mortgage industry is very traditional one. And that's what happens in this traditional industries, right? People that are used to legacy systems, they are often very skeptical about the new stuff. And new guys are kind of, oh, you are the smart ones bringing new right. kind of tech. What do you think? Sure. We, we worked 60 years already like sure, that. Sure. So nothing will be changed. So yeah, we had this pushback, but most of what we saw was a, uh, good feedback. That That's what we saw, yeah. Okay, so- Of course, and yeah. We came like, you know, fake it until we make it, but we came with a PowerPoint and like a couple of lines of code in Python that I wrote. <laughs> we, we didn't have a system. We didn't have a company yet. Uh, no, but I mean, you know, obviously when you're talking to certain people in the field, right, they can at least make out like, okay, like, you know, this is, this has potential, right? right? And you're always going to have the naysayers in the legacy system. But did you have, let's say any, you know, investors who came to you and they're just like, listen, Sounds interesting, but I don't get it. Like, why should I do this? What's the deal? And how did you sell it to them? Yeah, and you're talking about the VC investors, yeah, right? Yeah, or, or any investor, angels, whatever. I mean, because I imagine just at the end of the day, you know, it, you know, as you even said, when you have something innovative, it takes a little bit for people to wrap their minds around it, right? And I'm sure there are even people out there who they can wrap their minds about, around it, but they might be like, okay, but where's the business? Or why? Or is this really going to be useful or, right. you know, stuff like that. Or as we were talking about earlier before the podcast, what's the TAM, you know, like yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So where, how did you kind of convince them that, you know, hey, yes, it's worthwhile doing this. Yes, there's a market and it's actually something we, we four guys who never invested in, in real <laughs> estate before can handle. Yeah, I think, well, some of the things that helped us convince investors, potential partners, clients, all of that right is things that we did and i think i told about the trip that we did sure kind of you you validate the idea mm -hmm. and you say okay guys we are not talking in a vacuum right sure. we're not like kind of oh it might work right. we went and we validated the idea with every like sure. single uh, chain link in this process okay. right uh the title company they said okay yeah it's, it, it can make it happen right it can work right. the partners oh we would like this idea like we are partners that uh, market the, the the property for the client right. he wants to sell the most right uh -huh. he wants uh -huh. to sell the most and if we empower his client to buy more because we give him 70 percent ltv right. loan right. it's basically almost tripling his buying power right? right so why not they want that the clients that we met everybody said okay guys when you go live give me a call yeah right we have this right. we came with like huge <laughs> spreadsheet with okay. clients that waiting to get the money and this is like you know we are giving money so this is <laughs> this is this is the product right so go there validate the idea was a huge one for us okay and all, i think that also kind of leveled up the level of our confidence and the investors and the partners saw that when we came already ready with that okay uh this this is one the other one we put our money where we say our confidence is okay, as i told you, you we kind of get some money from our pockets and we bootstrapped for a year okay right we and we are not weren't working in the garage like building powerpoint and and prototypes we went to united states right we uh, build the the whole like uh, le legal structure of sure. the company l hired lawyers to check regulation most of the 
pushbacks were on the regulation and okay. legals as, as well. Right. So we, we, we put some money taxes, on the I'm table sure, exactly and make yeah. sure that, yeah, guys, we covered it all before right. even you ask it, right? right, right. Uh, that's one thing. First loans that we already financed with our MVP and first clients, there were money that we collected from our own bank account and we gave the loan. So really? when you showed the, the investor, you guys gave? yeah, yeah, first wow. four, five, six loans, we financed from our own money, right? How was that? How was that feeling? <laughs> for me, <laughs> for me, it's okay. You know, I developed the algorithm, so I, I, I was confident. Right. Yeah, I was. But confident. your co-founders? Yeah. And they uh, were confident I think, too? yeah, we were all confident. Yeah. That's hard. I could like imagine just like me thinking about that myself. I'm like, wow, giving like, you know, five people I don't know, but who are <laughs> validated by my algorithm that I'm still <laughs> testing that, you know, to give them my money. That's, that's some ballsy move. But think about as a perspective from looking at these guys, you know, that are trying to build some company and they say we are confident in our solution no, to the right. point that we are willing to put our money on table and give this money. So it's kind of a good sales pitch on that. Yeah, sense. yeah. This, okay. this was really good as well. I think, and other thing helped that we are four co-founders. Right. A lot of times people raise an eyebrow and say, oh, it's too much, no? Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's always this, like everyone likes to say there's Tension. a special spot. Yeah, there's yeah. a special spot of three, right? Three right. is always good. Two is too few, four is too many, right? You know? <laughs> right. So, but, but I think it really helped because uh, we are coming from very diverse background. Okay. Uh, I'm coming from a tech. I'm data scientist, algorithm developer, like sure. physics and uh, sure. electrical engineering. Uh, my other co-founder and my other partner, uh, uh, Yair, he's a lawyer, okay. uh, international law and uh, kind of business. Okay. Um, he our C he's our CEO. Okay. Uh, Boaz, my co-founder as well, from even the previous startup that we had with him, he's right. banking guy, okay. uh, all about credit, uh, giving credit. Um, and the first co-founder is Eris, also coming from banking systems, but from tech side as well. Okay. So we are kind of, all over the place sure. and we have been able to cover with our knowledge every part of this complex structure that's called Lendai, okay. this whole process, right? Okay. Because there are a lot of moving parts, right? right? It's not like SaaS, you just build the algorithm, but you also finance how you finance. Right. There is also a lot of legal stuff. Well, the international part of it, it must exactly. be, I mean, a nightmare in a certain exactly. sense exactly. for someone to look at because just understanding also how that works tax-wise, legal, exactly. everything, I mean, it's a mess, you know? A lot of moving parts. Right. So, so we were able to show the investors and the partners and guys, we, we have for every everything here, every moving wheel, someone we have a, something. yeah, someone knows something, right. exactly. And, or can find how to know it, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that's interesting. Now, when you're looking at, you know, the your future as a company, right? You know, it's very interesting. You guys started in Israel and you since opened several markets, like England, France, Canada. Right. Is there any others? Or? We work with Australians, French, uh, yeah. And they're all investing directly into the U.S. Exactly. And opening that, I mean, I'm sure it took time. It was likewise finding the partners there to open the markets, right? Now, where do you hope to take Lendai in the future? And where do you also see it going, especially when you look at the trends in the market? Yeah. Uh, so, of course, we are looking to grow in the verticals that we started growing uh -huh. in. As you said, origin countries, more origin countries. We are looking into South America, okay. maybe some Asia, uh, origin countries as well. Of course, Europe, Canada, Israel, we want to keep growing there. Um, the states that we work in, as I, saw, as I told you, we started with in Georgia, right? right? In small cities, Savannah, somewhere right. in the uh, east of Georgia. Uh, then scaled, we are now working in 15 or 16 states. So okay. of course we want to go at some, at some, maybe not nationwide, but at least the most uh, relevant states. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, that's another vertical that we want to grow. Of course, we want to be able to grow in the vertical that we allowing more different options to finance, right? Uh, portfolio loans with uh, condos, maybe okay. multifamilies, sure. growing in the number of units, number sure. of the volume of the loan that we can, sure. uh, of course, um, provide. And we are looking into different loan products as well. We want to try maybe bridge loans okay. uh, for people that nice. do some construction and build and re re rehab the properties then sure. for shorter term because right. nowadays our product is 30 years fixed mortgage. We have uh, one okay. like winning, winning horse, 30 year fixed mortgage uh, that we give. Uh, and we want to build up more products. Uh, may, uh, we are looking into expanding into short term rentals. It's a huge market today in USA. Uh, you can see that in the numbers that the people make on Airbnb and right. uh, other platforms like that. Right. Uh, you, you can see a huge interest on Netflix. Like every yeah, every every sure. every other day, there is a new series on how to uh, make your investment property on on Airbnb. So we want to go in this market as well. Um, there are a lot of verticals that we want to grow. Nice, yeah. nice. And now you know we're getting towards the end of the of our of our podcast. And so I always like to ask people, what is their advice for entrepreneurs out there? And it sounds like you know you really went through the the ringer in many ways and are continuing. So. What is your number one advice for any entrepreneurs out there? Uh, so I do really want to reiterate on some of the stuff that we talked about already. So go validate your idea, go to the field, talk to the people before you kind of go into the details of how you built your product and, and see that it is the product is relevant. Uh -huh. This is one. Second of all, I think great, make it happen and well, it's, it's like I'm talking in cliches, but fake it until you make it really like show the confidence in what you build and it and the confidence will build up the product eventually right, right? so this is one uh this is a bit a cliche but it works for us okay. like that and uh, third i think uh i really like that we have uh four co-founders okay. i think in the more uh, challenging times it really helped us to kind of have this um, opportunity to lean on other co-founder right. when it's like hard for you personally on the hard times come like COVID, we have we had to pivot and kind of create a new product now is a bit challenging times and we are walking through and kind of uh, still optimistic and build new markets and just growing right. when others closing right. and uh, you, you probably know the news in of the course, market of course and i think it's really helpful when you have a, a good team to to go with awesome yeah. Well, listen, you know, it sounds like you guys are very much hitting a wave of some type of, you know, real estate developments. And it sounds like it's going definitely in the right direction. And, and I'm very interested to see how how it all, you know, comes out for you guys in the future. So thank you. Been really interesting, insightful conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you.